Меня слышно? Саша, привет. Хай. Хай, Саша. Привет. Здравствуй. Мы рады You know the the <laughs> Russian I could understand, <laughs> and the translation. <laughs> and the Russian you couldn't understand is also amazing. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, you know, you know that one was even more, you know, more amazing. So, so yeah, that, that's that about cool. meditating, you know, reading and uh, fulfilling with all these things you can only feel, you can imagine. So, yeah. so, so. so So I suppose you know that 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 was meant to be like a master's thesis, but it evolved into this huge work of uh, of I don't know you know what to call it like literature or what's the right uh, I don't well know, uh, if we to, take it uh, as a, a story yeah as a narrative uh, first of all yeah you're right it was a master's uh, piece uh, then it evolved into PhD thesis and afterwards it turned into mm -hmm. a book. Uh, and and by the way, uh, beautiful. And and it's actually printed book or yeah. I I just want yeah. printed it's, book. It's yeah, it, it is. Book, uh, thanks mm -hmm. to the editor who worked with me a lot on this, and uh, um, I'm also very much intrigued uh, by the way that uh, during the work uh, we made on this book, uh, my students uh, made a great impact as well, because video art is not only something that I study, but also a thing that I teach, actually, in our HEC Art and Design School, mm -hmm. where I have designers and artists, young ones, uh, just those who are going to enter this world <laughs> of art, having their own ideas, their own concepts, and uh, every time I come out to them, every time I bring video art uh, to the class, uh, I feel it like some kind of a bottle of coming yeah because all the things I could tell them uh, it can meet their understanding their appreciation or the contrary they can argue they can uh, say that they see it differently absolutely uh, and uh, that's how they make me feel more intrigued more engaged every time and in this printed book uh, there are uh, three essays made by my students actually and i took it just the whole the whole pieces because i did not want to make any excerpts or something i just took it the way it was And um, that's the thing I really like about this project, that it involved people. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and, you know, at least for me, uh, I didn't realize how, how fun it is to actually go so deep on, 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 you know, on a single topic. Like some of the, some of the, um, let's say, some of the, 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 the expressions, like, you know, like montage, it's like video montage. I'm like, you know, am I really, you know, such a peasant? I, I don't even know what it is. <laughs> you know, I'm like, what the hell is video montage? Is it like, you know, putting, you know, putting a video cinema in front of some other art? And I'm like, shit, you know, I need to educate myself on this stuff. <laughs> Did you, you know, you know, Mikhail, did you have this sort of, you know, this sort of, uh, I don't know, this sort of uh, impression, you know, uh, you know, maybe you sort of sit in that, in that uh, area uh, a bit more, right? Yeah, I'm a bit more involved in uh, contemporary art and uh, I know, I, at least I had some courses on video art at Rochinka Art School and stuff, so I'm, I'm a bit more informed. Uh, but you know, it's right. it's quite all right to feel a bit confused uh, seeing such a title. I think that uh, that sort of confusion is the thing we tend to feel when we enter the field of uh, contemporary art. Anyway, that's what I usually tell my students. Uh, if you come to an exhibition and you can't just look at uh, understand everything at the first glance, 
it's fine, it's all right. Because people, they paid a lot of uh, attention to things they did. They uh, put much effort, much time into it. And it's fine that you do not uh, get it into a snap, right? It, it's fine. Uh, but if you make right. some little effort, if you try to get into it, then it will reward you. Uh, with the book, it's just the same thing. Uh, when you look at it, it's just something, <laughs> something maybe a bit uh, pretty, maybe a bit intriguing, montage, yeah, something like uh, you remember that avant-garde cinema, you think about all these beautiful editing effects, then you see the word video art, which involves something we usually see at exhibitions, and then you try to understand how it works together, and then a viewer comes in, yeah, the third part of this title, and uh, you, you tend to realize that there's some kind of relationship between the screen, the author, and the viewer. And actually, the whole book is about that, about this triangle. And, and also, I, I got the sense that that uh, people, like normal people, at least, you know, let's say, you know, laymen, like, for example, I consider myself not being in, in the subject, right? Uh, it seems like uh, we need to be educated on appreciating the actual... You know this 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 art form, right? It's it doesn't seem to come naturally to to people to let's say see see the depth. Like for example, mm, you know, like for example, the idea that that uh, trying to understand that that you might be sitting in this in the same cinema during the same uh, movie with someone, but you're actually Mm, it seems like you're watching uh, two two separate movies and you're uh, seeing two separate uh, experiences and, and and ideologies and it all sort of uh, is in the mind all you know almost right so 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 you know learning how to appreciate things is 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 kind of also a big a, a big thing because you know just watching a movie is is, is a bit boring right if you if you if you don't learn to appreciate what you yeah, see, yeah, right? I guess you're right. Uh, partly, you know why? Mm, I believe that in the field of contemporary art as a whole and video art as a piece of it, I believe that every kind of appreciation, every way of seeing, is actually valuable. I strongly believe that every mm -hmm. viewer who came to see a thing and has his own vision of what it is about and how it affects him, I believe that every viewer is valuable uh, because that's his way of taking it. And uh, what I like about video art is that you can never have the right answer. You can never have that final cut. Yeah, it's always being edited, rewinded, replayed in your head. And when you come, let's say, with someone and you can discuss uh, the things you saw or the things you thought about when seeing it, right? And that's how the alchemy works here. Uh, video art is never, um, never stopping. It's never taking the final shape. It's always a flux. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of a democratization of art, you know, because uh, you don't consider that you need an elite viewer that is prepared, but you prefer that um, art is for everyone and everyone can bring something about well, that, right? Well, in a way, yes. In a way, yes. I believe that any viewer could be an elite or not. That depends on how much time he spent uh, trying to get into this, yeah, trying to pull these things together. Uh, and uh, maybe sometimes it depends on his mood. Sometimes I come to an exhibition as an elite viewer, just knowing everything about everybody, waving my hands at a curator and stuff. And sometimes I just don't have the resource to get that deeply into things. I just come to an exhibition, I just look dumbly at some painting and wait for some, some miracle to happen. And it does. Uh, I just need to be there to make this contact and it will work. Uh, sometimes it will give me just a lot of ideas. Sometimes it will give me just a feeling. I take it naturally. Yeah. So, uh, so I've got this this sort of quote you know, from the book, um, because 
so, so let me read it first. Video art is not entertaining. Its, its task is to push the boundaries of the screen, uh, the viewer's perception, cognitive habits, and the established picture of the world. So is it really possible um, to, you know, by, let's say, recording a footage to actually change uh, cognitive, you know, cognitive habits? It seems like too big of an ask of, of let's say, moving pictures in front of you. Uh, you, know, has it ever, you know, has it ever happened, you know, to change people's actual, I don't know, you know, view of the world and, and their habits? You know, how do you even go about that? How do you teach the actual craft of shaping, let's say, you know, video art in, in such a way that would allow this this to, to occur? Because it seems like uh, like like too big of an ask, at least in my in my view. Uh, I mean, it seems like a huge huge accomplishment if if somebody succeeds. Yeah, right? uh, I can see what you mean. Mm, however, uh, maybe I'm too optimistic, uh, but I do believe it happens. Uh, I'll tell you why. Uh, because mm -hmm. art in general and video art uh, as well deals with emotions. Once you start to look at something, uh, it will do something to you, right? It will get into somehow. And uh, with video art, this process is very intense because the picture is moving. We are quite used to looking at, let's say, paintings or sculpture, looking at them, right? There's a distance because we can contemplate them and feeling very clever and very cool. Uh, and when we come to movie, when we switch the TV on, when we switch a computer on to watch some Netflix stuff, we watch it. We get more engaged in the process. That's kind of a habit. And every time you see a moving image, this very habit gets into the way you're expecting things to be a narration you expect things to be somehow flattering or somehow interesting or beautiful or whatever and once you see the moving image which is not any of this which is slow or which is uh, too far-fetched or which is asking for something yeah for some intellectual work uh, you get angry. Uh, and I see this every single year when dealing with my students, they get irritated. They say, what's happening? <laughs> what are you showing us? That's uh, why. I, I, and I tell them to stay calm and carry on watching it, uh, trying to figure out that a moving image can be different from what you expect it to be. And once you allow things to be different, well, in my opinion, uh, you get that very idea that everything in life could be different, that pattern could be broken. And I think that's the biggest deal of contemporary art and in video art it's just very, very obvious. Mm -hmm. Right. And uh, you got into video art from cinema, right? Well, you said it's uh, it was quite a story, uh, a funny one. You know, when I oh. was a teenager, I was fascinated with moving image. I loved uh, cinema and stuff, and I wanted to be a film director. Uh, but as it usually happens, right. at least in Russia, my parents wouldn't let me do it. <laughs> they said, we're not going to let you ruin your life right. <laughs> with that stupid piece of profession. Yeah, so they said, if you want to work in the field of culture very well, uh, go to some normal university, a faculty, just study it, have uh, a good deal of um, background, and then do whatever you like. And parents were absolutely right, because right. it really helped me uh, to understand uh, two basic things. First thing is that art is cool. <laughs> And many film directors do not yeah. know that. Many film directors are quite illiterate, actually. Uh, and that was a big, uh, a big deal when I, when I understood it. And the second thing was that really uh, cinema is not, not the ultimate thing, let's say. There are things which go much deeper, which are quite more interesting than uh, traditional cinema, let's say. 
Uh, and uh, while studying for uh, art historian, uh, I got uh, into video art uh, just as, um, as a course. We had it among other courses uh, dealing with contemporary art. And it was my, uh, my lecturer, Andrei Kovalev, who actually uh, pronounced that phrase, uh, which began, became the title of the book, uh, the editing of a viewer. Uh, that that's what that was something yeah. he didn't even conceptualize. He just dropped it, uh, and then I realized it was so very overwhelming. <laughs> it was just the very thing, because cinema is very much about monologue. It's very much about a film director who knows how things work, and he just makes it. Yeah, he's a creator. He's such a big man and everything. Uh, and in video art, it's always a dialogue. Uh, an artist gives you something to think about. You take it, you return it. There's that very game of, um, let's say, uh, putting things into symbols, right? And that's why I think it's pretty, um, pretty interesting to take into account what the viewer actually sees things feels the feedback even if you don't actually uh, have it sometimes you do have it when viewers do something sometimes you don't but you can uh, have fantasies about it and many uh, video artists were uh, playing with them they were making some text some videos uh, when they imagined their viewers and uh, what happened in their minds perfect so and uh, as i consider uh, video art is your favorite medium in contemporary art. Absolutely. Is it? <laughs> well, you know, uh, I, I don't really? really make much difference about mediums, about post-medium state of things and stuff. Uh, but I just like moving image. It's, it's just something physical, I don't know. I just love it when things move on a screen. <laughs> yeah. And does it matter for you how the video is exposed? Is it on a screen or with a projector or, or I don't know, on a TV, on an old TV or an, on a well, smartphone? What matters for me is that a video should be exposed correctly, the way author wants it. Because right. we know in art, no matter what, traditional art, contemporary art, modern art, form and uh, Content is the same thing. You can't just separate it. So right. once an artist wanted it to be in a certain way, it should be done like that. It's very simple. Yeah. yeah. So, so in terms of uh, the, this idea of, of not editing, uh, of of deliberately of deliberately not editing uh, a footage, right? So we're also experimenting with this. Uh, um, with recording and then not editing anything, which is a bit, let's say it might imply that we don't respect the, the viewer because if you did, then maybe you would add some sound effects, you would maybe cut out those arms and you knows and, and, and all, the, all those things, right? Um, so to, to some extent, I always wonder to what extent does it actually enhance, enhance the, the viewer's experience and to what extent we actually, let's say, torment the viewer by the raw, you know, by the raw uh, footage that, that, that we sort of collect while, you know, while talking to, you know, to interesting guests. And uh, what would you say is, is the right approach? Because let's say completely, you know, leaving the raw footage is... Is is you know maybe it's 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 enhancing some viewers' experience, but but some some people might be turned turned off, you know, turned sort of sort of off by, by the by the, you know, by the sort so, sort of you know raw you know, rawness of the. Yeah, I understand thing, what you right? mean. Yeah, that it's not very dynamic. Uh, yeah, there are no, no super effects, right? Yeah, you know, you know, yeah, no yeah. work built into, you know, no, you know, no, yeah, no, uh, no labor, Yes, I, you know, I can see what well. you mean. Uh, and uh, let's say video artists, they are so numerous. They are so different. They do all kinds of stuff. Some of them edit it unthinkably. <laughs> Some video art is so very uh, complicated, I mean, in the editing, in the craft yeah, in the feel of that very um, procedure of working with the footage. 
but there are pieces of art where mm -hmm. you don't have any montage, not a single cut, just switch on, switch off. Personally, I love that. I love boring <laughs> video art. The more boring, the better for me. And uh, I'll tell you a little secret, just a tiny one. <laughs> so yeah. you're going to love our podcast. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll tell you a very little so. secret. Um, for me, uh -huh, the sure. very ultimate, uh, let's say, definition of video art is boring cinema. Uh, and I would, okay. I'm just working on uh, a small, tiny little book, <laughs> which will be called like that. Uh, because I think that, let's say, mm, catching yourself being bored is a very important thing psychologically uh, because it irritates and once you get irritated it means that art actually works on you uh, that you don't swallow it right you get something in your throat something's wrong and when something's wrong you start to think i think that's valuable and i love that dumb dull, boring video art when, let's say, Bruce Nauman's walking, walking, making circles for hour uh, until the tape ends, right? And uh, to me, that is a story about appreciating life the way it is, because life is boring. Uh, a great deal of time we do some uh, um, things which are a pattern, yeah? doing it again and again and again, and that's part of our life. And we, yeah, we should embrace it, mm -hmm. I believe, because we can't live in a world where everything's always flashy and smiling and beautiful. Sometimes it's boring. Okay, let it be. Yeah. In right, so, <laughs> yeah, you might. Okay, sorry. Okay, so I was I was just about to ask, how about the state of of video art? today like how has it changed over the years like we have the start of video art in 1960s and does it flourish the same way as it, it flourishes before? much more much more uh, because now we have so many different technologies to work with art is a technical based thing yeah once you get new instrument you can do more uh, in 1960s they had videotape beautiful they did a great lot of things with it then uh, we got digital stuff and many more new ideas then uh, we got now all these beautiful things with augmented reality with virtual reality that's beautiful because we can have it all we can have people who are very very strict uh, such conceptual artists who work only with the pure medium and all that stuff i don't think anyone works with videotape actually today but something very very uh, smart and uh, very um, stuff yeah now, then there are people who like super effects who work with cgi who make some strong uh, cuts uh, who take some uh, some visuals yeah strong visuals and there are people who explore the newer technologies, who work with artificial intelligence, who work with internet, who work with Zoom, <laughs> making some performances in that very medium. Those who work with virtual reality, with video games, such as such um, virtual uh, spheres, right? Virtual fields where you can just imagine being anyone you want. And in video art, what I admire is the great variety. You can be anything. You can do a lot of things. You can pursue different paths uh, and play different strategies. And it will be fine because art historians will just trace it back to the originals, let's say. You do this, uh, okay, that's the genealogy back to such artist. You do some other thing, very well, we'll trace it back to another artist. Uh, no problem here. Yeah. And also I wonder, can you make video art not knowing anything about video art? Like, 
you know, there is a recently popular app called TikTok, and people do lots of stuff there. Like it's really creative sometimes, and I, I, I bet they don't have a clue about video art. But maybe it's not that boring. Like your criteria, the main criteria, it's exciting on the other hand. But can they still do some video art? Oh, not knowing about it. That's a beautiful question. Uh, I, oh, I understand what you mean by it. Let's put it like that. I am being very academic here, okay? I believe that a piece of art is something made by an artist. An artist is someone right. who had some idea when he did that, some idea in the field of art when he wanted to say something to us. People who uh, work for TikTok or YouTube or whatever media, when their ultimate goal is just having some views uh, or some followers or some money, that's just commercial stuff. That's television, just in a small part of it, right? And when you make a piece on whatever platform, but when you make a piece to say something, and you have that as a goal, okay, I can take it as an art. It doesn't matter to me if it's TikTok or it's a gallery space. I don't care a bit. What I care about is the thing uh, the author wanted. And that's interesting that you consider like an art can only be made by an artist, but art can be perceived, perceived by absolutely. anyone. Yeah, because art is designed for everyone, actually. Because if art uh, exists only for artists and art historians, well, that's not a very good, boring art. <laughs> you know, my beautiful hero, Namjoon Pike, yeah. he said that you have to make a difference between good, boring art and bad, boring art. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, there is a line between. <laughs> so, yeah. so, so all these people who make the uh, entertainment and, and and get those views, I guess that's uh, sort of that doesn't uh, fulfill the the criteria of 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 art, right? Because that's just to, to burn time, I guess, and for people well, pe yeah, people to relax, media. right? Right, it's and it's uh, there's no offense in it. Media, you mm -hmm. see, mass media is a part of culture mm -hmm. and a very important part of culture. It says to us a lot about us. You know, I, I love mass media. I love Japanese anime. I adore it uh, because I can see so much as a reflection of our society in it, of our cultural codes, of anthropological pieces, right? Because when people just want to get their money, they don't think too much about <laughs> what they do. They're being a bit naive. And that's where we can get a great lot of ideas, a great lot of reflection on our uh, human uh, understanding of society. And artist is someone who thinks a lot. And sometimes he just does not let some naive things go through him. And mass culture does. Mm -hmm. So, so this idea of boredom—is uh, it about the person actually being bored and then being forced to be with uh, with himself or or with herself, or and then by doing that, achieving some sort of introspection or or, or I don't know catharsis? You know, maybe you know catharsis is maybe when when they actually um, let's say live through the experience of of what's being shown, right? But but uh, this I'm sort of curious about this this focus on boredom because. Uh, What's actually achieved in in that boredom? And I've heard many times from from people. Okay, I don't watch anything because it's just stuff. You know, like like moving footage to me is boring. I, I prefer to uh, to read, for example. And I didn't understand it back when I was fifteen because obviously it's it was an easy win to just watch something, right? But now I'm like maybe I'm just afraid of. Just spending time with my with myself, uh, with the you know, let's say the the actual video is just like an incentive to to push me in that direction of just spending time with my own self. Maybe what's what's you know maybe we could explore that a little bit. What's the what's what's that uh, you know focus on on boredom about uh, really? Okay, um, you know before I reply to what he asked, I would like to add one more little touch. 
there's a difference to me uh, between boredom and I'm not sure how to, to pronounce it, you know, when you're being overwhelmed, when you have too much information that you just get tired. Well, boredom and tiredness, there are two different things. Because I don't watch movies naturally. Yeah, I, I, I can't. I don't watch TV. I don't watch movies. Okay. I don't watch even YouTube because my mind is so full. I just can't can't bring it in. Uh, just uh, uh, an hour ago, I went with a, uh, a taxi driver, and he in his cab he had that little um, TV set, a tiny one, which played video clips, m movie. How, how do they call it? Music videos. Music videos. God, I got oh, yeah. so much tired, so much tired watching it because a great lot of information. Uh, things flashing, colors changing, people dancing and doing some beautiful things. But that's far too much for me. I'm overwhelmed. I, I can't think. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a bit different, right? And uh, uh, the thing about boredom, uh, it was actually uh, for me about um, things that stop. Uh, the that very pattern that gets broken, you know, uh, how do they say error in matrix, right? When they change something, uh, when you expect to get one result, but you don't get it and you are uneasy about it. And once you are uneasy, your mind starts to work because you want to do something about it. Either you quit you say I'm through yeah and you leave okay that's a result too mm -hmm. even if you leave that video art stays inside you saying that you didn't get it you, you couldn't catch this the idea right and if you stay and if you say to yourself okay I'll I'll try to understand it I'll try to get what it is about you start to think you start to work on it you can meet yourself at the end that kind of introspection you can meet uh, the curator's concept which is not a very bad thing either you can meet the mm, thing the message that the artist wanted to deliver very good but whatever you get you get something something which you hadn't had before you came You see, for me, it's it's all about pushing the boundaries, right? To to have the unexpected, to you know, it's very much about uh, Shklovsky, the the estrangement, yeah, the estrangement when you just don't perceive things automatically, but when you stumble, when you just can't can't go the way you always went, when you have to leap over it, or crawl or whatever, but do something new. And uh, that's the way a uh, video or whatever piece of art can make you bigger than you used to be. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, and um, as you say, your favorite contemporary artist is named Jean Pike, right? Uh, and how about some local artists from Russia? Do you like some video artists that are of our yeah, origin? Um, well, of course I do. Of course I do, and uh, you know, um, again, being an art historian, uh, um, I feel a bit uh, easier uh, with artists who are already dead. <laughs> I'm sure about them, <laughs> that they are all right, right? Uh, Nemjian mm -hmm. Pike, uh, well, he's, uh, he's not very long dead. Well, he died in uh, the beginning of uh, the 2000-something. Mm, but we can review everything he did, and I can see that he was very deliberate. He was the artist who had his idea, and he pursued it from the beginning up to the end. For me, he's a heroic person, the one who never uh, left the path. There are many people like that, but we don't know it before they die. And uh, contemporary artists, uh, uh, they, they are very interesting. What I love about Russian video art is that um, it's beginning to flourish because we have a number of names. We have many talented uh, young artists who produce things 
and uh, they make it on regular basis. Uh, every year or every two years, I can see some new pieces made by Dmitry Vinkov or um, Evgeny Granilshikov or um, Sasha Pirogova. That's the guys. That's yeah, the guys absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's quite uh, uh, regular because that's one school. Yeah, that's Russian art school, where Kirill Prebrzezinski uh, educated a generation of video artists, and uh, I feel very cool about having Kirill by my side in uh, our school. He is now working with uh, our students. Yeah, he is uh, really? in uh, our well in HSE, where we have that faculty of contemporary art, and we have cinema and video art as a, as a class. And Prebrzezinski is one of tutors who, uh, let's say, gives these uh, young people, let's say, a sense, a smell of what video art is. And I see the results, actually. He, he's a beautiful teacher because he makes people understand how things work. Uh, on the first course, terrible. On the second course, better. On the third course, wow, I get interested. I get surprised with what they do. And that's a very good sign. In 10 years, in 15 years, we'll have a great lot of video artists and perhaps some film directors who understand what contemporary art is about. Yeah. And uh, how would you compare video art to other mediums like painting, I don't know what else, do we have sculpture, the most uh, kind of well-structured mediums right now? Like if you go to an art, an art fair, you know, you don't see much video art, but you don't usually see paintings, sculptures, and objects. Well, if you go to an art fair, you see things which you can sell and get a lot of money. Video art is right. not about that. Video art... Yeah, but how do video artists... If, you, if you're going to be want to be a video artist, um, how do you monetize it? Like... How do you even earn for yourself? Or should video artists be like, should they struggle to survive to make video well, art? Uh, video art um, cannot be sold at such prices as painting. Just the same thing about photography. You can't sell it very expensively. Uh, absolutely. Because it's reproductive yeah, in nature. It's, it's very simple. Yeah. It's very simple. That's why if you are a video artist, you tend to get your money by, in some different ways. Uh, you can sometimes make commercial videos. You can sometimes make, um, let's say, videos which incorporate in sculpture or work with sculpture. That's what uh, AES plus F our very famous celebrated video. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is it actually a video art? If we like, well, look it's at it? a big piece, right? Uh, a big piece. Let's say Feast of Trimalchio, right? That very beautiful work by AES plus F. Uh, the Trimalchio's Feast. You get a beautiful nine-channel video, and together you get stills from this video which are sold as uh, photography uh, you get sculpture which is associated with this video and you get some other stuff maybe even some painting and so uh, the piece is a moving image but the things you sell is something more or less concrete all right yeah well, it, it is like that. You have to live. <laughs> Sometimes the video artists do some yeah. collaborative things. For example, uh, that very group, AES plus F, uh, they recently made um, a piece for an opera house. I don't remember what country it was. Uh, well, I'd say a big opera house for a very large-scale performance, and uh, instead of making some painted decorations for it, they made a video art which was actually a decoration. Wow, that was beautiful, that was immersive, that was very strong visually, and naturally they were well paid for it. 
And that's still art. Yeah. You see, that's not commerce, right? Mm -hmm. that, that's still art. Just like uh, a theatrical piece. And some people talk about making digital media unique by combining blockchain technology to uh, not to allow to copy it, you know. Do, they, do you see future in this technology of uh, digital media, digital reproductive media flourishing? I think that's pretty uh, unnatural to do such things. Why? <laughs> Why? Um, Media-based art, uh, web art, internet art, right? Uh, all these digital things, photography, video, cinema, it is supposed to be reproducted. And I literally hate those artists who don't let people copy their works. Mm, I mean, videos. Uh, I, I love Bill Viola as an artist, but I really dislike him and disapprove of him as, uh, let's say, an individual who cuts every single chance for people to see his works, actually. Because on his website, you see a picture which is like that, and a title says, if you want to watch, uh, buy a DVD, we'll send it to you. Thank you so much. Yeah, uh, I can't just have that very amount of time to buy everything. Uh, that's why I embrace artists who share, artists who understand that they won't make money <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so why not to share at least and have some fame, right? Yeah. Uh, and um, yeah. I do strongly believe that copyright is not the best thing for the world of art, actually. I think that we have to monetize in some other ways, like, I don't know, um, Yandex Music, right? You see here some advertising, but you have it all for free. Well, I appreciate that, personally. Or, let's say, okay, even oh. Apple Music. Bloody hell, but let it be. I, I disapprove of it. I, I dislike these things. I, I would much more like some advertising and some stuff uh, coming up than, but okay, let's say once a month I give them something, let them be. Okay, fine. If we had, let's say, a big storage of video art, uh, which would have that kind of enrollment uh, per year or per month, okay, let it be. But paying every single artist for his every single work, it's insane. Yeah, it's it's a bit it's a bit. I mean, it's like an interesting niche that 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 we're um, you know that 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 you're uh, sort of you know working in because uh, it's difficult to make it commercial because uh, by by the you know by the nature the nature of art is is uh, you know it, it it needs to be shared and and it needs to be out there right otherwise uh otherwise it's what's uh, so, the point yeah yeah, yeah you, you you limit the access but at the same time we are not at a point yet in in our societies where we have a whole uh, leisure class which could uh, devote themselves to creating art and then because otherwise uh you know if it's not paid by by someone if if let's say somebody consumes that art and, and, and doesn't pay for it then they cannot be sustained and and they cannot con continue to produce that art or um, or you know they would have to take uh, another employment to then let's say focus on generating that content so so to be honest i would even prefer to pay someone uh, because I uh, you know because I'm sure there are, you know there are fans of of these people which you mentioned which are ready to pay to be able to to sustain those people so so that they could continue producing right it's 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 a bit uh, I think we're not at the point where where we can actually uh, you know have all all video art out there without attribution and and I think you know you know maybe blockchain would be a good good way to to maybe I don't know somehow somehow allow allow these people to 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 focus on that on that uh, on that domain because if they don't make any money then then you know let's say during the night they're going to be waiters and then they're going to be shooting footage so well you know it's like it's it's a bit it's a bit you know you wouldn't want your favorite artist to be uh, serving you your know food what right I would so. want what I would want if we take some visionary uh, 
uh, let's say plan uh, what I -hmm. could imagine is a world where we have all our pieces online and where we appreciate the actual presence of a piece of art because I do strongly believe in that thing about actually meeting a piece of art when it is in front of you when you come to a gallery space and you actually see it not on your smartphone not on web uh, web for educational purposes let's say for research purposes uh, but mm-hmm. the magic happens when you come to it when you visit the gallery and you see that piece speaking about bill viola he is the the last one who should worry about his copyright because his installations are grandiose. They are so big, they are so fascinating that no any image on website could give you the same sensation. I believe that video artists should uh, get their money from these live performances and not from uh, that uh, DVD stuff. Yeah, but but I guess uh, you know making it this this exclusive form of art because that's that's what it sort of seems to be mm, creates um, sort of uh, creates a big lack on the market and then people are not even capable of appreciating any of it because if you don't see you know for example from my point of view I've never I, actually I don't remember ever seeing any At video home? art. Right? How did you so manage? I'm like, yeah yeah exactly so 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 you know you know maybe i have but then uh we are so desensitized be, uh, be, because we don't see uh, we just see entertainment all over the place and we see some let's say i don't know news and and, and stuff like that right so how are we meant to be educated on, on on these topics as a society and and even begin to appreciate the, these things if we don't even encounter them if 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 it's as you say it's i sort of see your argument because being exclusive and then hiding your work behind a copyright and 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 even when you already have the means to uh, to actually support yourself uh, that probably creates a, a, a disservice to, 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 to the whole, I don't know, genre, maybe, right? Because no, nobody sees it. At, at least uh, I don't, right? Yeah, so, that, that's the mm, same thing. Yeah. Uh, I agree with you totally. Because, in my opinion, what is truly mm. important for an artist is actually fame. When people know him, when people recognize his art, his style, his pieces. And I right. do believe that... And, that we could monetize by, by that <laughs> and not the single work which someone would buy and lock in his safe. That's what happens to paintings. Yes, People buy because... them, very beautiful, mm-hmm. they store it forever. Right, right, because it's like... Um... It's actually... I, I had a thought, but, but it just escaped. Uh, let, let me say so one more thing. I can't believe that you haven't seen video art. It's impossible. Because if you ever go to any more or less um, serious exhibition of contemporary art, art fair, let it be, or binary, or whatever, (laughs) video art is always there. Because it looks beautiful. Uh, People do um, place it wherever they can just because it is still attractive. And it works better on um, viewers than sculpture. When you come to sculpture, you have to focus yourself on it. And when you see something moving out there on the screen, you already got there. So I'm positive that you have seen video art. Yeah. So Martin, next time you go to, <laughs> to London, uh, go to Tate Museum, you know, you should visit the place. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I need to do that because, uh, yeah, it's like you've uh, you sort of um, unraveled a new world, uh, which I was unaware even exists. Because you know, I'm like montage. So, so, so you know, so montage is actually a a setup in in a gallery with video and some. I don't know some objects. Uh, that's that's what montage is, or do you mean montage in the sense of editing a footage? Are are we all you know still uh, sort of uh, 
uh, let's say revolving uh, in in the in, in the in the video art only, or or, or are there additional artifacts to, to let's say um, to let's say um, um, you know make the experience more more powerful? You know what's the what are the actual mediums? Because I think we didn't establish that at the beginning. So so so, so I thought video art is only the, the, the you know the actual footage, but but there are also other yeah, elements. Yeah, the beauty right, to, of to the it. word montage is that it means both. It means editing, which is inside okay. the screen, let's say, on the screen. And it means working with any mm -hmm. additional medium you like. That's what uh, Sergei Eisenstein mm -hmm. in 1920s meant by it. Because montage, well, it's assembling, right? And uh, Eisenstein and other Russian avant-garde uh, cinema directors, cinema theorists, uh, they thought about the cinema of the future where you can involve the space, where you can involve the bodies, where you can make multi-projections and all kinds of beautiful stuff. And video art is actually the sphere where uh, it happens, where you can have one screen and something very minimalistic, or you can have multi-channel installation which conquers the whole gallery space. And both things are about uh, making units meet. Either units are frames, some pieces of footage, or units may be footage and mm -hmm. sculpture, footage and a performer who, I don't know, dances around the screen. And that's always about editing, about putting things together, about making things crush sometime and produce some fire, you know, when they crash. And that's why um, in the book uh, I have several chapters and the first four are about the things which happen on the screen and the fifth is the thing about uh, the, the the chapter about things that happen in the gallery space actually yeah the part in Russian, you know, which i didn't get to because because i couldn't yeah. <laughs> it was just overwhelming yeah but i will sasha. Well, later. yeah sasha you see we can't get enough of you but i know you have a limited time so uh, um mm. Many thanks to you for joining us. It was a Thank great you. time. Yes, spending time with beautiful girl with beautiful minds. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Okay. We need to edu we need to educate ourselves a bit more, and then we can have another episode if you if you still have time because uh, that's you know there's a lot to explore. I think in 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 that <laughs> I feel like a baby you know <laughs> you know at that first step right where, where you know where it's interesting to you know to delve deeper but you need to you know lay some foundations first I, I suppose well, right? once you have this so, foundation yeah. it will just get more and more and more interesting every time right because i guess uh, you know video art nowadays is mainly used for marketing maybe you know maybe i've seen some some let's say you know so, so some stuff but mainly to convince me to buy something i guess right that would that, that probably makes sense right yeah but i guess that that's you know that not then is video not art. it's just video, video content yeah art is about right. making your life better right. <laughs> you see sure yeah okay sasha okay. thank you good night Bye-bye. Thank you very much. Cheers. Bye-bye. <laughs>